Hello, 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 and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. I'm your host, Rainbow Raja, and last month we spoke of Thanksgiving, of the practice and the holiday. I wanted to take this time to honor the ancestors of the land. We are moving into winter, a time of hibernation, self-reflection, and death. November is a tender time for the tribe's people. It is a time of mourning. I want to make sure I spent time honoring their sacrifice and holding reverence for their losses. But I also wanted to ensure I chose the right time to talk about this topic. December 1st felt appropriate to me. I hope that anyone listening with indigenous American blood can honor and respect my intention to bringing your ancestors and your culture honor. This month, we are diving into the topic of storytelling, the power of storytelling, the history of storytelling, and the impact storytelling has on tradition and heritage. But today, I want to highlight the shadow side of storytelling the weaving of falsehoods and perpetuating a narrative that harms and minimizes an entire culture. There are a lot of lies told in storytelling. The best stories are exaggerated truths, as you all know. However, the story of Thanksgiving is a dark tale based in racism and genocide of numerous people. It was 1862, and the U.S.-Dakota War was a short but brutal battle lasting little over a month. Over 2,000 Native warriors were taken into custody for attacking settlers. Only 303 Dakota were found guilty and sentenced to death, which had to be written off by the president at that time. Thanksgiving was only declared a holiday. After the battle had been won and Abraham Lincoln had sentenced 38 of those 303 Dakota Indian warriors to execution for quote-unquote extreme war crimes. Now what the European settlers and early colonists considered war crimes were attacking the settlements, which included women and children, after their own had been attacked first. It was just the retaliation of defense against a brutal and disproportionately overpowered attack on their own villages. Any civilization has the right to fight back against injustice and the slaughter of their people, in my opinion. But even after their defeat, their people were captured and a selection of them were chosen for execution to show dominance and superiority, to set an example. White settlers continued to rob them of their homeland for generations, where their families, their ancestors, had raised children into chiefs, shared memories, had important traditions, important 
developments of their own culture, their own society, where their connection to the flora and fauna and their ancestors who were all buried there and tied to that land, I mean, all of that, the spiritual connection to all of that, to their roots, were ripped from them. And all that they had worked to build destroyed by an insensitive and self-serving foreign invader with lack of compassion. From what I was taught in school, it seemed that there have been a handful of kind and compassionate pilgrims among the greedy ones. But despite whatever excuses my people muster, it makes me sick to consider the body count of women, children, and warriors who just wanted to return to their normal lives. None of us, first world American citizens, can fathom the loss of identity or the sense of betrayal and disregard for their human life that the Native Americans of this land experienced at the hands of the seemingly more advanced culture of Europeans. As bleak and distressing as considering all of this to be, it's important to remember that the ones who nurtured this land, who knew its bounty and cultivated its resources, lost everything on the day that we celebrate Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving for them is a time of mourning, of honoring their ancestors who fought against the newcomers of the land just for their right to coexist. And what I find so hollowing is how accepting and welcoming the Native American tribes people were to the colonists. Maybe not all the tribes. Some may have had some kind of discernment and foresight to understand that not all guests should be welcomed with open arms. But the ones who did open their homes and their villages to the colonists, they were taken advantage of, sometimes accidentally, but most were destroyed, wiped out. And I consider it my duty, as a descendant of my colonial ancestors, to take the time to educate my children and the future generation of the truth. That we may now know both sides of the coin. Although Thanksgiving for my ancestors may have been celebratory, for thousands of others, it is a time of grieving and reverence and an aching pain for the lack of justice done to their people. I don't blame indigenous American people for harboring resentment and carrying a torch of hate or futility against white people or against people like myself on the shamanic path. There are generational wounds of loss, abandonment, betrayal, deceit, and abuse that can never be undone. I can only ask that those out there, no matter what your culture, color, or heritage, that we consider the pain of false storytelling, how it opens an already tender wound each and every time we tell their story, that truth-telling can be the first step to healing 
and that all people, indigenous Americans especially, need to come forward with trust and tell their story, the story of their people, the story of their ancestors. We as a collective need to receive these stories with the gentle hearts and without speaking a word, offering our hands in consolidation for their suffering. No blame, no shame, no bullshit excuses for explaining how you aren't racist and that you accept their struggle. Don't minimize their voice or pain. Silently listen and open your heart to receiving their truth. It takes courage to listen without reaction or response. It takes courage to apologize for things that you had no hand in creating. It takes courage to step into your power and spread awareness on an issue that has no benefit for you. Setting pride aside and standing by our brothers and sisters who made this land livable for us long before we were born. They deserve so much more than what we have given them. They deserve so much more than how we have treated them. We need to shed light on this untold story of American history's origins, and we need to integrate it into our traditions to heal the wounds of the ancestors of this land. It is vital that we ask for forgiveness, that we offer our deepest condolences, that we acknowledge the bounty and have gratitude for our lives, that we take a moment and mourn every single person who perished so that we may live in abundance. This, this is the shadow of storytelling. The power it can hold over people when used to suppress, to harm, to manipulate, to minimize, to control and silence. Although it is a power we all observe as children when we tell our first tall tale, we must remember the harm and pain it reaps onto others. It takes a lot of self-mastery to know the difference between an exaggeration for deepening a story's plot or, or emotional impact and when a story's intention is more insidious. But we must always stay true to telling both sides to every story. Learning to extend empathy for those we may consider enemies or adversaries. Evaluating why they act as they do and what motivates them. If only the colonists had taken the time to consider how invasive and destructive their tactics of conquering new territory had been for the native people, we would be in a much different world today. With the wheel of time, I consider the cycles of life mortally woven into the heritage of the Native American's sacred hoop, or more commonly referred to as the medicine wheel. There are many Native American cultures that celebrate the medicine wheel, and it is an incredibly versatile tool and metaphor for the many facets of our world, something I discovered while studying the differences of using the medicine wheel across various tribes is that it not only represents the balance and collaboration of the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the four directions, north, east, south, west, the four seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, and the four stages of life, birth, youth, elder, death, 
the four aspects of being, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, the four guardian or power animals, or even the four sacred ceremonial plants, which changes from tribe to tribe, it also represents, to some cultures, the four human races in balance and collaboration with each other. The colors of the four directions, black, red, yellow, and white, were a reminder of the hope the ancestors had that we would all be at peace with each other and work together in the future. I want to honor their wishes. I want to work towards the creation of a society that heals the wounds of the past by taking accountability, not just for my own actions, but for the mistakes of my ancestors too. I want to do my part of weaving stories founded in truth and justice and passing on the humble honesty of mistakes made so that I may pave my way to a brighter future. Maybe you will join me too. I hope you all can reflect on the dual nature of storytelling this month as we discuss next week ways that storytelling can empower you, whether it be to imbue strength and skills or to help you manifest desired outcomes. Maybe it's even to rewrite your own history for healing. We will be excavating the gifts of storytelling over the next few weeks as we prepare for an interview with Yovanka Sanchez, a renowned movie producer with love for storytelling as a way to give voices to the unheard. I really appreciate all of you tuning in this week for giving me your undivided attention as we talk about controversial and difficult topics. I believe that our journey, our spiritual journey, our journey through life needs to be dappled with shadows so we can recognize the wounds, the decay, what needs to be transformed, what needs to be let go. There is so much healing that we need to do as, as a society, as, as a species. And it's important to really look at our histories. No matter what country you're from, no matter what your background is, to really look at the history of your culture, of your people, of your ancestors. And to make right by whomever they wronged. It's hard work. But it comes with so much reward for your own descendants, for your children and their children. It's difficult, and I really appreciate all of you sitting by me, listening and connecting. I hope that for all of those out there who may have been triggered by this episode, that you understand that triggering comes from your own wounds. That sitting with those wounds and recognizing whether it's a sense of guilt, a sense of shame, Maybe it's feeling that, that someone's accusing you of something. Whatever it may be, if you were triggered during this episode, 
Just reflect. Reflect on your pain. Reflect on your own wound. Maybe you will get insight on how to heal that, how to transform that. And sometimes all it takes is recognizing that we all are accountable. All of us are accountable for how we treat others and how we view others, how we view history. Once again, I'm so excited to go on this journey with you all over this month as we explore storytelling and the the power that it has. As you can see, there are so many different avenues to take with storytelling, and I'm really excited to be able to broach the subject with you all. Thank you guys again for doing the work, for coming back week after week. And I just want to take a moment and ask you guys, if, if you haven't taken the time to write a review, please do. I know you guys are out there listening. I see you. I see each and every one of you. Just take a couple moments, write a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever. I really appreciate the feedback. And I know that it's really going to help people find this podcast. People who really need the information here, need the guidance, need the support, need the tribe. I really appreciate those of you who have taken the time to write reviews or to refer to your friends and family because it really does help with supporting people who need this information and it helps me know that you guys really find value in the wisdom I have acquired in my life. I want to continue to share what I have and you know, I, I, I just want to be here for all of you. I just want to be here the deepest part of my heart. I just want to be there for you. So thank you all for, for supporting me and, um, ways that you can, you can continue to support me as booking a private session with me, or you can join my Patreon. I actually have art. Um, I've done some art that I offer in my Patreon as stickers and portraits that you can get if you subscribe and you get discounts on personal sessions and, uh, there's just some really cool tiers over there to check out on Patreon. And if you don't feel like subscribing to anything, um, you know, you can always make a donation to my PayPal. You can uh, message me or reach out to me and ask me what my PayPal or what my Venmo is. And I would I would love to be able to receive any support because it really, really does help me with the operation here. I am a one-woman operation doing this, and it helps to buy new equipment. Like, my, my microphone is actually, it's broken, and I just don't have the funds to replace it. So when you guys are able to book sessions and to help in that way, it, it makes a world of difference for me being able to continue to create quality, quality sessions and quality, uh, I guess, podcast episodes for you all. So thank you again. Thank you again. And keep ascending together. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Oh, <laughs> 
Shilaya Pila Maya Yellow 
Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension. <laughs> 